Good morning and welcome to the ALC Daily Podcast. My name is Pastor Jared Pollard. And this is Pastor Benjamin Davis. We're going to continue talking about one of our favorite books, Hero Maker by Dave Ferguson. Yeah, if you're a leader in, in business or if you're a leader in ministry, this book is for you. It's going to emphasize the principle of multiplication as a way to solve your problems as opposed to addition. Mm-hmm. And we so as humans, um, gravitate towards addition, but the Bible speaks of multiplication way more than it speaks of addition. Mm -hmm. Um, And so you'll see a theme of multiplication, God planting a seed and multiplying it out so much more often. Um, You know, even the, the, where we read in the book of Acts, 3,000 were added Mm -hmm. to their number in one day, well, so we focus on, well, wouldn't it be nice to have 3,000 added to their number one day? But really, that was God's... They, mm. Every three, every one of those 3,000 was nothing but a seed. Mm. So it started with, yeah, I'll add 3,000, but then I'm going to multiply those 3,000 out. Because they were there at the day of Pentecost from other countries. Mm. That's why the scripture makes a point of saying languages of Pontus and mm-hmm. Greek and, uh, you know, list off about 10 languages. Mm-hmm. They were from different areas. So all each one of those 3,000 were a seed mm-hmm. that were going to multiply out. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what that's how God thinks. He thinks yeah. of, of, of planting a seed, and that seed's going to multiply um, out. So um, here's the principle that I'd like for you to hear if you're listening to this podcast. Everything that God has done in you is designed to be multiplied Mm. into someone else. Say it again. Everything that God has done in you is designed to be multiplied into someone else. That's so good. And I'm going to go so far as to say, if if you're not multiplying it into someone else, it's eventually going to die in you. Mm. This is how you make it grow in Mm. you. Okay, so a hero maker eventually moves from being a hero to a hero maker Mm. of other people. Okay, now here's a scripture, Mark 4, 26. He said, Jesus said, the kingdom of God is as if a man should scatter seed on the ground. He sleeps, rises night and day. By the way, there's a wonderful little principle. If you're trying to solve your problems through addition, Mm. You won't sleep as well, <laughs> and you won't rise as well. I like to sleep. But if you're solving your problems through multi- reproducing what God has put in you, you're going to sleep better mm. and rise night and day yeah. because the seed will sprout and grow, mm. and he knows not how. Mm. The earth produces by itself first a blade, then the ear, then the full grain of ear. One grain of corn can mm. produce hundreds. Yeah. And then thousands, see? It's true. And so uh, the principle that Jesus is teaching is sow your seed and multiply it. Sow what God has given you and multiply it Mm. as a hero maker, as a way of trying to uh, solve the problem that God has given you. So you could look at, say, um, you know, what is it that I want? Do I want want more worship teams? Mm Somehow I have to figure out how to multiply the gift and the character and the passion. Yeah. I wonder if passion is the hardest thing to multiply. I think it is. But, but how do I multiply that mm-hmm. into other worship leaders who then will multiply it into other worship leaders? Yeah. Right? Yeah. People who, who want to give away what, what they have been given. Mm-hmm. Now, my, one of my all-time favorite 
experiences with this. It's favorite now. It was not fun at the time <laughs> that we talk about. Is yeah, I was I was on a mission trip and God was starting to birth miracles into us. Mm-hmm. And in the first mission trips, uh, by far most of those went through when I prayed for people. Mm-hmm. So after a while, you just get expecting. You know, your mm-hmm. team's there, support team is good, all that. And but when I minister, we're going to see more miracles. Mm-hmm. That was good. And then. We had just one mission trip. It was in Honduras, and I remember it as if it was yesterday because it's mm. a very emotional thing for me. We had our first service, and I was praying for people, and it was a very frustrating thing, and I could nobody got healed. Mm. No, it was as if the Holy Spirit had left me. Mm. And I remember thinking, oh, Lord, <laughs> have I sinned? Has the anointing left? What happened? Where are you, God? Where are you, God? <laughs> and I was very discouraged. Mm. Until the mission team leader that night over dinner said, mm. let's talk about experiences. What did you experience? And somebody says, well, a deaf ear was healed tonight. Mm. I'm like, well, well that, that was good. Mm-hmm. And then someone said, well, a lame arm was, was healed tonight. I'm, I'm like, well, well that, that's good. About 15 of these. Mm-hmm. And I was in awe, shock and awe. And I remember going to bed that night and talking to the Lord about it. And then the Lord spoke to me so clearly. And he said, Ben, you can choose either to be discouraged because no one got healed when you prayed for them, or you mm. can celebrate the wins of the team. Mm. And I said, I'll celebrate the wins of the team. <laughs> now, ironically, as if God needed to drive the point home, the team's healings kept going up and up and up. I mean, Team members are starting to experience Holy Spirit falling over here and miracles happening over here. And I got nothing going on. I can't get anybody saved. (laughs) Nobody I'm witnessing to is getting saved, and nobody I'm praying for is getting healed. (laughs) It's very frustrating. That's funny. And this went on for several days as if the Lord was trying to drive the point home. This is now being released into the team. We're going to multiply this thing out. And it was midweek before... I saw the first healing and then first salvations. Yeah. See, so um, God, everything he's given us, it is his passion Mm. to to multiply it out into the next person. The question is, are we getting involved with God's passion to multiply it, or are we just relishing in (laughs) the fact that we got it? Yeah. You know, so um, what are does any examples come to you of something that you were tempted just to relish in (laughs) rather than focus on multiplying it out? Yeah, um, I did uh, a campus ministry in college, um, and it was not something that I really um, was even prepared for. I would go that far as to say I wasn't even really prepared for this. Uh, And it just kind of got plopped in my lap. Um, I was a freshman. I'd only been there at school for a few weeks. Um, and the leader had some uh, circumstances in his life that led him to where he needed to, he had to go. He couldn't, he couldn't stay for that semester like his original plan was. And so he called me. I'd only known this guy for like two and a half weeks. And he calls me and he says, hey, I need you to leave tonight. I have to leave. Mm. And so I did that. Um, and it just, I don't know. It was just as if I was in the right place at the right time. 
And I did that ministry for two and a half years. And that ministry grew while I was doing it. It was nothing that I was doing. It was just a passion um, of the student body at that time. And, you know, it's like any campus ministry. Uh, you start big at the beginning of the semester and then mm-hmm. you kind of dwindle down. Um, well, it's it still followed that pattern, but the it exploded. I don't know why. Um, mm-hmm. It's nothing that I, it's not on me. It's just how it worked. It, it exploded and we were having three or 400 people, you know, college students gather together at the beginning of a semester. And then, you know, by the end of it, you have 125, 150, sure. somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. But it's still, it was really the biggest campus ministry that existed. Right. Um, and I got towards the end of my time leading that and I realized, crap, I don't have anybody Sorry if that offends you. To give you, it but to. Crap, I don't have anybody to give this to. Actually, if um, you don't have anybody to give it to, you should say that word. <laughs> <laughs> and so... Um, Just to get your attention. Yeah. I was like, oh my gosh, I don't ha- I don't have anybody to do this with. And so um, I kind of had to look at it and I started looking around. I immediately was like, all right, I have to pass this on to somebody else. Hmm. Um, and again, this is not to my own credit, but that ministry still exists. And mm-hmm. I haven't... I hadn't led that ministry since... 2014 mm-hmm. and it, it still exists today at, mm-hmm. uh, at SBU. And so, um, that's just, not, it was like, you, you'd better figure this out. Mm-hmm. Um, and the reality is, is that, uh, there was a girl who started this ministry. She passed it on to the guy who did it before me, who passed it on to me. Mm. And it's not like the process was ever pretty mm-hmm. as this was passing it on. Right. I was able to pass it on to a couple of people. And those mm-hmm. couple of people have pass that on and on and it's still continuing. Yeah. Um, And that was encouraging to me. It's hard because from this side, I can see all the mess that's attached to it. Sure. Um, But from the other side, multiplication is messy. The, the knowing that it's still going, I mean, I would much rather deal with the mess than that ministry stop. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. And so that's kind of the mindset that you have Mm -hmm. to get to. Right. Is I'll deal with the mess. I mean, I think it's a proverb that talks about uh, a clean stable means that there's no, Oxen. Oxen. They're not doing any work. <laughs> it's nice right. you got this nice clean building, but uh-huh. there's nothing doing any work. Right. Um, and so it's worth the mess. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So um, I want to challenge you if you're listening to this, ask two questions. What deposit has God made into your life? Mm-hmm. Name it. Na- name a few of them. What, mm-hmm. what deposit has God put into your life? That's your first question. And then your second question is, are you multiplying that into someone else? And if you're not, it's, time, it's a good time to repent and say, Lord, I want to start in our model at Abundant Life that we believe is going to be the most effective way to do this, the strategy to do this is through small groups. Thank you for joining us today. At Abundant Life Church, we believe that through community and small groups and encounters with Jesus, you will have growth. Visit Abundant.us to learn more about ALC and how to join a small group. You can also join us on Sunday mornings at 10 a.m. in person or on YouTube with our live stream community.